the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Lifeline with Craig Roberts. He's the host of Northern California's longest-running conservative talk show. He's a man with a message, a conservative with compassion. He's Lifeline's own Craig Roberts. Yes, indeed, and a pleasant good afternoon. A Merry Christmas to you just about six minutes after the hour of 5 p.m. here on this Thursday, December the 14th edition of Lifeline. Great to have you on board. We are, of course, here Monday through Friday from 5 until 7 p.m. addressing issues that impact your life, your world, and your Christian walk. Hey, we've got a great program lined up for you today. In fact, we are commemorating a silver 25th anniversary, and we're going to tell you all the the exciting details. This is for, I I would imagine, tens of thousands of Bay Areans, kind of their official start to the Christmas celebration. I mean, yeah, we do the shopping and put the tree up and decorating and all of that, but then to really kind of dig down into the true reason for the season. For many Bay Area families, for better than a generation now, they kind of use this event as the way to kind of get the whole season officially started. We'll tell you what that is, and we've even got some special VIP passes to give away a little bit later on in the program, so uh, stand by for that. I want to start the program on... uh, What I I guess admittedly in the flesh is a sad note, and yet it is a note of rejoicing. As we received word earlier today at KFAX, the Dr. R.C. Sproul of Ligonier Ministries passed away at about 3 o'clock this afternoon and went home to be with the Lord. Surrounded by his wife Vesta, family and friends in his hospital room at Almonte Springs, Florida, he died peacefully at the age of 78 after having been hospitalized for about a little over two weeks due to severe respiratory difficulties exacerbated by the flu and complicated by chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Dr. Sprawl, as I mentioned, was 78. He certainly and his impact and his ministry will be missed. I find it ironic that the Lord calls him home the very year of the 500th anniversary of the Reformation. Tonight, we'll be offering a special tribute to R.C. Sproul in the 6 o'clock hour. We'll broadcast for you a rare, only one-time previously aired sermon by Dr. Sproul as he gathered here at a group of about 600 pastors at the KFAX Pastors Appreciation Luncheon a few years back and addressed that group. It was one of the most incredible events, and any pastor listening that attended that event with R.C. Sproul will know what I'm talking about when I say it was one of the most incredible events, one of the most incredible and heartfelt speakers we've heard. And I think you'll be blessed by this message. Tonight, a tribute to Dr. R.C. Sproul in the 6 o'clock hour. O little town of Bethlehem. And of course, as we mark the true reason for the season, the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, what better way to get the season underway than to experience Bethlehem A.D.? You say, Craig, wait a minute, A.D.? No, you mean like, uh, well, kind of B.C. right there, wrong, right at the middle of the border, right? No, actually, Bethlehem A.D., an annual event that is now marking its 25th anniversary here in the San Francisco Bay Area, where literally a section of downtown Redwood City is um, 
transformed into Bethlehem. And it's an incredible experience for those of you that have been before. For those of you that haven't, I want to encourage you to mark your calendars beginning the 21st of this month because you're going to want to make it a point one of those evenings leading up to Christmas to firsthand experience for yourself and your entire family Bethlehem A.D. You know, with us today in studio is the creative director of Bethlehem A.D. In fact, she has been director for the past 23 of the 25 years. Paula Dresden. Paula, great to see you. Great to have you with us today in studio. Thank you for having me. You know, I think of that sign in downtown Redwood City, and uh, folks on the peninsula know it, Climate Best by Government Test. And I think if we had to talk about the experience of Bethlehem A.D., this is certainly the best Christmas experience by the test of anybody in the Bay Area that's ever been to it. Oh, thank you. What a compliment. Tell us a little bit first about the history. I mean, we all know churches. Many of us do it even in our own homes. We set up a crash or a manger scene. We like to have that as a symbol, a reminder of the birth of our Savior in that manger so many years ago, and the tremendous gift to all mankind of the very Son of God. And yet to think about doing this in real life, where you have real actors transforming a large section of downtown Redwood City into, if people didn't know otherwise, suddenly becomes Bethlehem with camel and donkeys, the whole nine yards. Who sat down one day and said, you know, we have an idea? (laughs) It was a little boy, about eight-year-old boy. Uh, He went with his father to Candy Cane Lane in Redwood City, which is a street where everybody decks their houses out with a lot of lights and stuff. And it was all about Santa and reindeer and Christmas trees and all that, but no crash. So he said to his dad, Dad, maybe we could make a drive-by nativity. And his father took that and ran with it. He wanted to put a drive-by nativity in what was then Peninsula Christian Church's um, parking lot. And he came back to the Bible study and told us all about it. I was in his Bible study, and I thought it was the worst idea in the world. I said, <laughs> we do, the world doesn't need another crash scene. But uh, I said, well, if you're going to do it, at least take it out of the parking lot and ask the people across the street if we could use their vacant lot. That might look better. So uh, he did. He asked the, the owners of that lot, who was a dentist in San Francisco, and they agreed. And at his own expense, he built a $10,000 fence around the lot, and that was became the first year of Bethlehem A.D. And also we had... Um, Managed the Lord did this. He had uh, Mike McPartland come that first year from Channel 2 Morning News. I don't know if you've ever oh, heard yes. of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he came, <clears throat> and that brought a lot of interest. So Carl and I were thinking, oh, maybe we should do videoing or something to serve the Lord. We didn't exactly know how we were going to, because we were younger Christians and wanted to do something special for him or just be led by him, literally. And so when we saw 10,000 people come that first night, we looked at each other and said, well, this works. You know, what's amazing about the story is, at least in terms of the infancy of Bethlehem A.D., it almost kind of takes on that that feeling of a Judy Garland, Mickey Rooney film. You know, (laughs) hey, we got a bar, let's put on a show. (laughs) (laughs) And and literally, hey, let's get a lot, we'll put on the Bethlehem A.D. Did anybody ever imagine at Peninsula Covenant back in those days that this would take on the life that it has, that that 10,000 people would come through and experience that first year. And, of course, in the ensuing 25 years, it's got to be in the millions. 
Oh yeah, it's yeah, gotta be. Has uh, to be. Yeah, it's just it's been absolutely incredible. I no, I don't think anyone did realize how big this would be, and it's it really is bigger in in, uh, in today than I think I actually realize. If I had a real idea of how much impact this has around the world, even because we have a, um, a live feed. I think I might be a bit overwhelmed. I just look at well, who's getting costumed and what's happening, but God has used it. Your husband, Carl, is with us today in studio as well. And, and, and Carl, uh, you must feel like, like you kind of become a, uh, a widower to Bethlehem AD, <laughs> although it's in many, way, many ways a partnership for both of you. And, and I understand it ends Christmas Eve, and after you get through your own personal holiday on Christmas Day, along about the 26th, you start thinking about the following years. <laughs> is that act fairly accurate? Uh, pretty much. It starts in, uh, for Paula in June, and we, there's cleanup also, of course. <clears throat> I got to tell the guys out there though that uh, women like to watch couples ice skating, and I finally figured out why. The ladies have something beautiful inside them that needs to be released, and if a man can provide a solid platform for it, they can do wondrous things. Uh, in this case, the service to the Lord that's affected thousands and thousands and thousands of people. So I encourage every guy out there to support your lady. You, you sent some notes over in preparation for our conversation today, and I was struck by your observation. You mentioned that you uh, attended UC Berkeley in the 1960s, yeah. and we kind of see that as the, the, the harbinger, ground zero for the freedom of speech movement. And that was it. Um, one of the things that, that UC and, and Berkeley in general was known for during that period of time is the utilization of so-called uh, street performance, street art, in order to convey messages in those days, largely political ones, to be sure. And, and you mentioned being struck by the effectiveness of that art form and comparing it to say, well, gee, if they can use it to promote a political idea or a political agenda in Berkeley, what about the power of live art, live theater to convey the gospel message, the story of Bethlehem? Well, that's what we saw, essentially. I remembered that, uh, and they actually call it guerrilla theater, there'd be a play presented in the street to the public, and it would change people's minds. Well, here was Bethlehem A.D. being presented to the public, and it changes people's minds. You might say we're using a tool that I first saw used by the enemy for good instead of for evil. And uh, 25 years running now as they mark the 25th anniversary of Bethlehem A.D. With us today in studio is the creative director of Bethlehem A.D., Paula Dresden, her husband Carl Dresden. Also, we're going to meet Pastor Derek Scott in a moment, senior pastor at Rise City Church, the energy behind all of this, and one of the actors that performs in the annual event. Let's take a brief time out. They'll get you updated on some traffic right now. We'll head over to the KFAX Traffic Center and the latest from Michael. Bennett, just about 16 minutes after the hour. Michael, what's going on out there traffic-wise? And now back to Lifeline with Craig Roberts. Welcome back to the program. We've got with us today in studio the creative, creative director of Bethlehem AD, Paula Drone, with Carl Dresden and Pastor Derek Scott, senior pastor of Rise City Church in Redwood City. That is really the, that is the, the driving force behind all of this. Uh, pastor, you're new. You've been on board with the church about two years now, I'm, yep, I'm guessing? about two years, yeah. And uh, coming on board from San Jose and seeing what's going on here, I mean, it, there's got to be the sense that you are blessed to have an incredible congregation mm. that has not only this sense of 
vision for a project like this. But I think, too, the understanding that this is not just about celebrating Christmas. Hey, let's put on a show, as I was kind of uh, flippantly joking in the previous segment. But really to see this as an opportunity to bring the message of the gospel to life in an area of the world that has some of the lowest per capita church attendance anywhere, certainly in the United States. Many would argue that this is sort of the melting pot of all mission fields together in this that we call home, the San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah, so it's, you know, it's really easy for our church to kind of take this torch and run with it. And it's also a collaborative effort. It's not just our church congregation specifically, but churches in our area, too, that come together in unity and that bring this whole thing together and bring it to life. Uh, it's been really awesome to see, and the vision's already been there, and so it's really not a lot of effort on our part to cast that vision. We understand at our church that church isn't just the four walls, but we are the church. And so Bethlehem AD provides uh, the opportunity for those who otherwise wouldn't share the gospel out in the streets to really play the part and to do it at Bethlehem AD and be Christ to a community who needs him. This is in some respects, and I want to choose my words wisely here, a bit of a paradigm shift. And by that, I mean that for a long time, and this is certainly not meant to be a blanket. Uh, observation or accusation against all churches everywhere by any stretch of the imagination. But we're in a day and an age where a lot of Christians do a better job at attending church, uh, being spectators at church, but this whole business of being the church or actively living out our faith by doing the church is something a little bit strange to us. We think, well, Church is what we do on Sundays for an hour. We go and watch the choir perform. We watch a guy in a suit, namely you, get up and say a few nice words that hopefully make me feel better about myself. And then I go back to my regular living for the next six days, and then we repeat. So this notion of the church saying, we've got a vision here, and we want to put um, feet to our prayers. We want to give a sense of activity of what it looks like for a church to actually be and do the church. Yeah. So for us, it's it's just equipping our people to do that. Uh, I find that what Christians oftentimes do is they use their words a little too much and don't let their character and integrity live out what Christ is inside of them. And so really Bethlehem, Bethlehem AD offers that opportunity to live it out and to love people and to really create this sense of wonder and awe and amazement of the birth of Christ. And so it's not so much putting this pressure on having to have all the answers but just simply portraying Christ's love and, and God sending his one and only son to, to be born into a manger and to die for us for our sins. And so to be a part of something like that, it also grabs the attention of the community and captivates them because they usually will go and sit in a church service and hear a pastor in a suit preach a message, but to actually see it alive in front of them and for it to be done by people who are in a congregation and, and to portray what Christ's love looks like, looks like uh, it's just amazing, really. And so that's why we become not just the four walls, but we become the church by showing showing that love in action. So it's been really amazing. So we come out of the specter of, um, how should we say, spectator Christianity into participatory Christianity, engaged Christianity. And I would imagine the fact that, and and Paula, how many volunteers are involved in this every year? Well, our database has about 1,500 people. But I I just looked at it today. We have um, 450 about people who are going to be actively in costume or so 500 people yeah. i mean that's that's larger than many medium-sized churches in the san francisco yeah. bay area and to think about that many people 
Pastor Scott, who want to actively be engaged in something like this and see this as a as not only an expression of their faith and a gift to the community, but a way for what they that they can be engaged in in being the church is just phenomenal. Yeah, it's been amazing to see. And like I said, you know, Rice City Church is not just the only church that's involved. It's really a collaborative effort. And what's really amazing is to see not just a few people from each church coming, but we'll literally ha- literally have hundreds of volunteers from multiple churches that come to serve not only at the Bethlehem AD lot and in the Living Nativity, but we also serve coffee and donuts all for free on the other side on the church end of things and have live music and different things happening. And so it's really a family atmosphere. Something we say at our church is that you're part of the family now and you're stuck with us. And I think because (laughs) we've created the family atmosphere, Bethlehem ED goes right along the same vein as that. And so really it's a family uh, and understanding we're not just one church, but we're the church. And so when all these churches come together in unity, it's not, well, this church is promoting the event or this church is doing the event. It's all of us doing it and working together because we're all part of the body but have different parts. So, Do you see this also in part as the continuation of sort of the next chapter of the life of this particular body of believers? Longtime folks in the Bay Area know the history of not just Bethlehem AD, but its connection to what had been Peninsula, Peninsula Christian Center, mm-hmm. which then for a long time was known as Tapestry and now Rise City. Is this kind of a continuation of that? Yeah, definitely. We, the reason behind the name of uh, Rice City Church is, is short for RCC. RCC is short for Rice City Church. Is it's, it's kind of an ode to the PCC days, Peninsula Christian Center days, when it was kind of at the inception of, of Bethlehem AD and different things like that. And we understand that we stand on the shoulders of those who have gone before us. And so Bethlehem AD will, will be a longtime part of our church and a long support with, uh, with Rice City Church as well. So, yeah, definitely. It's part of our heritage. It's part of our his- history. And it's part of who we are. So. We definitely will continue to support it. There's also another, I think, piece of irony about all of this, and, and Carl addressed, and you kind of touched on this earlier, this notion that all of this is going on not in some rural part of the Bay Area, but you know, right in the heart of uh, northern section of Silicon Valley. I mean, we're just literally down the road from all the biggies, Google and Facebook and Apple, and on and on the list goes. And here this thing literally emerges almost like an oasis in the desert in the middle of downtown Redwood City. And I'll mention for uh, listeners if they say, well, exactly where? Well, it's on Middlefield Road uh, right near the library. It's a block south of Maine at Woodside, literally in downtown Redwood City. And, and what an absolute miracle that this has continued on for two and a half decades. Well, I think God had a plan a long time ago. We're just taking part in it. And uh, so often this happens. He's already written the symphony. He's already got everything laid out. We just walk forward and do our part, which is small, but major in the whole scheme of things as to the result. I think he knew that all these high-tech companies that are building the world communication system would be centering here. And many years ago, he encouraged us, nudged us to start Bethlehem AD through various ways. I've seen miracles happen there. I can't even recount how many. But things happen there like we're running out of two-by-fours for building. And I don't know what to do. I've got four teams I'm trying to get going on something. Guys are yelling for two-by-fours. There's 12 guys doing different projects all over the lot. I can't stop right then. And suddenly a guy pulls up to the fence in his big trailer behind his vehicle, and he's, he's yelling, hey, hey, I was going to take these to the dump. I thought I'd bring them by here. Do you guys need any two-by-fours? And I look, and he's got 14, 16, 12-foot ones, lots of them sticking out of this giant trailer behind his, his station wagon. Only God can arrange that. And I would imagine, Paula, you've seen, I mean, I've I've witnessed this firsthand. Um, Many years ago, I had visitors from South America, 
and you were able to get me VIP passes and call me when you get to the gate, and we'll get you in up front. One of the gentlemen in our crowd was elderly, and um, here they come from a country where they don't speak English, and yet they came through, and walking through Bethlehem A.D., the message was loud and clear. And and what I am to this day impressed by is as we had finished the, the tour through, and we paused, and I stopped and said, well, what does everybody think? And the the father in the group, he was probably 78 or 80 at the time, had tears coursing down his cheeks. And he said to me in Spanish, this is the most incredible experience. I have never had a Christmas ever like this. And I feel like I've been right there. It's almost as if I was one of the three kings or a or one of the shepherds with, with a with a bird's eye view looking directly into the manger on that night. Oh, wow. That's just amazing. We see many people with tears in their eyes and it gives us the impetus to keep going because uh, it, it touches people. Uh, I've heard of people who have actually gotten saved. I never in my life thought doing a nativity scene would cause someone to become saved. But they have. They've gotten saved. They go home. They think about it. They start talking to the Lord. And it's some even give their hearts right there. And, you know, for so many of us, we get caught up in the busyness of the season and the holiday shopping and the travel and the decorating of our homes and what are we having for Christmas dinner. And to have an experience available to us like Bethlehem A.D. where we can put the brakes on and say, okay, let's recenter. And before we get pulled too deep into the vortex called, you know, Madison Avenue marketing of Christmas, let's remember what the reason for the season is. Therefore, the reason why, as I assert, this has become an annual family tradition. So, so many thousands of families throughout the Bay Area and folks come from everywhere. This is not a peninsula happening. This is a Northern California happening. And people say, we're going to take a night to come down and experience this to really set the tone for our Christmas celebration. And toward that end, if you're new and you've never experienced Bethlehem AD, tell you what we're going to do. Uh, I've got right now four VIP passes. And Paula, that stands for? Very important pilgrim. I love it. <laughs> we're going to give away four. The pass, by the way, is good for your entire family. So you show up, you present the pass, we'll move you to the head of the line. Call me right now. Be one of the first, we'll make it easy, the first four callers, 888 That's 888 And we're going to get you a VIP that stands for Very Important Pilgrim that will escort you right up to the entrance without delay. Call right now. First four callers, 888-367-5329-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. By the way, I want to mention that the pass is free. There will be no waiting. And uh, attending the event doesn't cost anything. Yeah, either. right. The, coming to Bethlehem is free. Everything about it is free, including the refreshments we give afterwards. But um, the pass gets you to the front of the line. <laughs> the, the cost of coming to Bethlehem might be waiting in a line. Time, a little bit of time. Yes, indeed. But this will, uh, of course, cure that. So um, we're going to put in your hands a very important pilgrim pass first four callers got the whole switchboard busy so uh we'll give away some more a little bit later on so meanwhile you hang on give Jarrell a minute to get your name and address we'll drop this off in the mail to you and while we're taking care of that bit of business let's get a little bit of uh, traffic business taken care of shall we michael bennett's got the latest in the kfax traffic center 534 michael what's up and now back to lifeline with craig roberts 
for many of us, another great way to kick off the season and really focus the reason for the season. Of course, the birth of our Savior is Bethlehem A.D., now in its 25th year, taking place in downtown Redwood City, Middlefield Road, there near the library. That's one block south of Maine and Woodside. The event is absolutely free, but we are giving away tonight some VIP, that stands for Very Important Pilgrim Passes, that moves you to the head of the line, and we've given away four sets so far, and if the Spirit moves me, we'll give away a little bit more again toward the end of this hour and uh, more later on here on KFAX. Kwame Eason is also with us today in studio, who is in the high-tech world by day and an actor, set constructor by night and more. And uh, Kwame, tell me, how did you first get involved in Bethlehem AD? What drove you or drew to drew you to this? Well, I've been, uh, I've been involved in children's ministry, uh, uh, not vocationally, but uh, uh, as a volunteer for over a decade, and my kids and a lot of the students I worked with uh, raved about Bethlehem AD, so I was like, let me go check out what's going on, and I was really impressed, mostly because um, from an educator standpoint and as from a ministry standpoint, uh, we often experience things visually and auditorily, those two learning styles, but this is a one, this is a, an experience where you can do it kinesthetically, so you get dropped right in the middle of Bethlehem at that time, so there's things going on. There's woodworking, there's uh, an ironsmith, there's bread making, there's dancing, there's the, the synagogue, and then there's the manger. So I was like, this is absolutely phenomenal. This is a way that students, to be able to connect not just with, um, with students, with uh, young kids, but also with parents and adults, to really give them a sense of what's going on and to bring the whole scene alive. And it's interesting because we talk about going into a theater or, you know, entering into a widescreen, high-definition TV experience. And yet, in this case here, you're right, the kinetic aspect to it, that that it, it at every level rivals any digital electronic form of entertainment we can think of. Because now, all of a sudden, you literally step into it. You get kind of pulled into the vortex of what's happening, and all of a sudden, you're no longer in downtown Redwood City. You've stepped back in time to Bethlehem over 2,000 years ago. And again, that kind of underscores, Paula, what we were talking about earlier. You have to experience to believe it, because to try to describe it in in our 1D or 2D vision, listen, even a good pair of 3D glasses yeah. does not compare to what this it's experience is like. Yeah, it's definitely kinesthetic, and <clears> I think... You know, the beauty is everyone, um, and Pastor Derek alluded to this, uh, as we come together as one body and to present this. So each one is, is really doing our part to make this the most excellent experience that the, the, the patronage could have. So whether it's a student who's being a uh, townsperson, whether it's a dancer, whether it's an angel, they each are doing their part to the fullest of their ability to the glory of God. And I think that's really exciting to see, to see that group of unity, people come together in unity. This event, of course, is happening every evening, the 21st through the 23rd, so three nights consecutively. Starts at 6.30? 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock in the evening goes till? 9.30. 9.30. So three and a half hours, and you can pretty much show up at any time and um, walk through. Now, we'll mention, too, Paula, for people that maybe are disabled or elderly, you also provide some support in that area. Yes, we'll have three golf carts um, consecutively going through the scene for the elderly and disabled. And so what you would do in that case is just come to the Rice City Church parking lot 
and let the people there know the team that is running the golf course. Let them know you're there, and you can park there. That lot is set aside for for disabled parking. Great. And, uh, again, no cost whatsoever. This is totally literally free. free for the community every year. And, yeah. you know, uh, Kwame, I'm, I'm struck by the notion that for a lot of Christians, for example, who get a chance to travel to the Holy Land, there is that aha moment of the Bible coming to life. And now all of a sudden the passages that I read and talking about Jesus and the disciples walk from here to there or the scene of him out uh, preaching at the Sea of Galilee, now all of a sudden you've got the visual perspective to go with the stories that you've read in Scripture for all of those years. And it's life-changing for a lot of believers. It certainly was for me in my first time into Israel. And I would imagine, too, for people that experience Bethlehem A.D. and to see it in real size, real life, and Carl and the entire team, and you've worked with them, too, doing the set design and construction and the attempt to try and recreate as much of Bethlehem as it was at that time so that people get a sense of the entire experience is literally like if we could step into Bethlehem clear back in, in the Middle East. Well, I mean, I agree with you, Craig. I've actually uh, can support that as well. My first experience to Israel um, doing a, a tour of, of some of the holy sites, uh, archaeological tour of some of the sites. It was really inc- incredible to have a Bible study tour. And I think we bring that same passion here where we want to say, hey, you as an individual, as soon as you walk through the gate, you're transformed, right? I mean, the Romans are mean to you. <laughs> the tax collector is going to take your money, <laughs> right? Yeah, there's no room at the end. Well, this is He's reality based, away. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> there's, 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 you know, people going around trying to sell you things. There's some great people who are going to offer you some things. There's a market where you can, you can, you know, try different things: fruits, vegetables, nuts. I mean, there's going to be a welcoming environment, but it's going to be real. And in the sense that it's, you know, when you get to the manger, you're going to be awestruck. There's real animals. There's things you can touch. There's things you can feel. You know, um, when you come by the end, the antiques, you know, you can ask about the end, and he'll tell you. There's no room. And and it's going to be great, right? Hey, come back in the in, 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 you know, in the spring after the census, right? We, we used to joke, Paula, about uh, that old slogan for Berkeley Farms Mill, cows in Berkeley. Uh, but this is camels in Redwood City. <laughs> yes. uh, and literally, you're able to bring in many of the live farm animals that Kwame just spoke of. So that really sort of completes the totality of the experience. It does. We have, uh, there's going to be four camels this year, and all told, counting chickens and bunnies, we have about um, 85 animals there, including a pig in the Roman camp. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sense of dedication to realism is incredible. And, and that leads me to a question that I'm sure some listeners are wondering about as uh, you prepare to set off and experience Bethlehem A.D. Again, the dates are nightly, December the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd from 6 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. And the walkthrough takes approximately 20 minutes, maybe a little longer if you're a little bit on the slower side. But it's about a 20-minute experience, literally back 2,000 years. Some people are probably wondering, okay, you've talked about such a dedication to the realism of the experience and literally transporting you back into Bethlehem. where do you draw from to get a sense of, okay, what must the, the anvil look like in the, the iron worker's shop or uh, the bakery, some of these things? Where do you go to? You just can't pull a photograph off of uh, Wikipedia to get that. So. Well, you know, um, 
God just gives me sort of an imagination. I have really no idea. I do do historical research. You know, I try to dig down. And um, what I'm enjoying most is finding out the Hebrew um, means of Hebrew words. So, because they kind of tell God's story in just a letter or in a simple word. The, word, the town name of Bethlehem means house of bread. It also means, in the same time, um, flesh. So, hmm. the Lord came in the flesh. He became the bread of life. Things like that, I find, are very uh, interesting. The little nuggets. That yeah, you can nuggets sort of, of gold that are yeah. there. And, you know, uh, Boaz's um, field is shepherd's field. We have the shepherd's field there. So, it's just, I love, you know, learning about the deep biblical history of Bethlehem. And, you know, we try our best to make it look real. And, and Carl, you talked earlier about doing all that you can to help empower Paula's creative side, but I would imagine the guys on the team that are doing a lot of the construction work, they must get a big blast out of this, too. Uh, one of the big problems we have is when lunch is ready, because we feed everybody lunch on Saturday workday, I can't get them to stop. <laughs> There's not many construction sites where that's the problem. Yeah, isn't that the truth? <laughs> Let's take a time out. We'll come back with some closing remarks. Talking about Bethlehem AD. Hey, it all happens in downtown Redwood City beginning December the 21st through the 23rd, nightly at 6 p.m. Details available on the web, BethlehemAD.com. That's BethlehemAD.com. And we're going to give away some more very important pilgrim passes before the hour is up. Right now, though, we're going to give away the inside scoop on traffic. Michael Bennett's got the latest. Michael, what's up? And now back to Lifeline with Craig Roberts. And welcome back to this edition of Lifeline. We're talking about Bethlehem A.D. now in its 25th year, taking place in downtown Redwood City. It will kick off on the 21st of December, run for three evenings, 21, 22, and 23, from 6 p.m. until 9.30 p.m. nightly. It is an incredible experience. Thousands of Bay Areans kind of use this as their official start to the Christmas season. Bring the kids, bring the whole family. The other thing I want to mention, in addition to the fact that it's a free experience, and folks can go online to get more information at BethlehemAD.com. Again, in downtown Redwood City on Middlefield Road near the library, just about a block south of Maine there at Woodside. Many people use this as a great evangelistic tool, don't they? Yes, they do, because it's very user-friendly. No one is, uh, you know, the Bible is not forced onto anyone. And we show all aspects of society. We have Herod with an uh, entourage of actual belly dancers. We have, um, uh, and, and the Romans being, taking your money take, through taxes, and then you see the Roman centurions around. So it's being taxed and so forth. It's sort don't, of like Don't let too many people know that <laughs> because, you know, Redwood City is the county seat for San Mateo. And, you know, uh, who knows? Uh, maybe our, our tax collector decides he'll set up a booth on the outside. <laughs> well, it pretty much imitates life as, you, as we experience it today, only it's uh, 2,000 years ago. So whether you're looking to either deepen your experience or start the holiday off in a really special, unique way or see this as a wonderful witnessing tool and you know people eavesdropping know that we'd sometimes try to invite friends to come to church and then and now you know they, they're kind of disenfranchised they've had an experience that wasn't a very good one and so they, they're polite but they they turn us down even when we try to do it his hey the kids are doing a performance at christmas and we oh dear and of course yeah. they they've got a pot roast in the oven that night and they can't make it something like this though 
it is so user-friendly, so to speak. It is so um, non-obtrusive or non-intimidating that people easily come, hey, like to you enjoy performance art? Oh, absolutely. Hey, you want to come see a spectacular thing going on in downtown Redwood City? People feel like they can kind of get eased into this. And so I imagine from, from an evangelistic standpoint, Pastor Scott, this is a great tool for your church or any church for that mm-hmm. matter that says, hey, we're just looking for unique ways to reach people for Christ during Christmas. Yeah, I think even just this, at the start of it, the fact that the event is free, there's very few things in this world anymore. And so people are shocked at the fact that such a big production and such a big uh, event that goes on three nights, I mean, we'll see 30,000 people in the three nights, if not more, that they're shocked that we're handing out free coffee and donuts or that the event itself is free. And they always, there was always, you know, what's the catch? And so it's, it gives the church an opportunity to almost, uh, I don't want to say rebrand, but almost show that, you know, we, we give things because we love the community, we love the people, and we love, you know, uh, my mentor always used to tell me that you got to love people right where they're at. Um, and that's what Jesus did for us. It's as though we were yet sinners, Christ still died for us. And so that's kind of the, the mantra that we have when we go into this is that we want to give away free things. We want to make this event free because we want to show the community that we believe in them, that we love them, that we support them, and that we want to show them what the real reason for the season is, and that's Jesus. So, I mean, that's, that's the, whole, the whole key of this. Part of the shtick is that uh, the children, the tribes, we have tribes with children in them, uh, they give gold coins to the visitor to give back to us. To the tax, so yeah. you know, even that it's free. Wish I could get the IRS to get in on that idea. <laughs> Send me They're a check and I'll just mail it back to you on the 15th of April. That's good stuff. Again, celebrating 25 full years. This the 25th anniversary season of Bethlehem AD running the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd of December. So great way to kind of ease into uh, the Christmas holiday season. Nightly at 6 p.m., 6 to 9.30 p.m. And it is a self-guided walk-through tour. Take it's about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And if you're a little slower, yeah. want to linger for a while, you Go know, you kind of you take it at your own pace. And we'll again um, assert the fact that if you um, have a friend or somebody in the family that is disabled or elderly and kind of has a tough time walking, there will be golf carts that will be available that can bring people through the event. Used to be able to drive through years ago. Yes, it got too crowded yeah, with that's, that's a bit That's yeah. a bit of a liability. Yeah, but the golf cart's a safe, easy way to go. <laughs> and uh, again, we've got VIP pass is available. Jarrell, how do your your fingers, your writing hands are all, all all worked up and ready to go there? You've been practicing? Okay, tell you what, let's uh, let's wrap up the hour. We're going to give away four more VIP, that's very important, pilgrim passes. This is good for you and your family. Now, let me reiterate something that Carl mentioned earlier. This is a free experience. The VIP pass gets you to the head of the line. See? Listening to the show, finally, after all these years, listening to this program, you get some benefit out of it, right? Because I know Craig Roberts, I'm going to get to the head of the line. So be callers number 1234. That ought to be easy, right? 888 888-FORKFAX. We're going to give away four more VIP passes right now. Good for the entire family. This, again, is held... December the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, nightly, 6 to 9.30 p.m., and it's located at 1300 Middlefield Road in downtown Redwood City. We like to tell people, Paula, if you get lost or not sure you're coming from a different part of the peninsula of the Bay Area, get on to 101, take the Woodside Road exit heading west, and follow the searchlights. It's a pretty easy way to find it, isn't it? That's right. There's searchlights in the sky, and if you can't find parking, we do have... Uh, Kaiser Hospital off of Veterans, uh, we use their parking lot, 
and uh, we have vans running back and forth. See, shuttles. It's, it's yeah. modern technology yes. because the three wise men had to rely on a star. <laughs> At Bethlehem AD, they've got searchlights. Yeah, we have searchlights. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'll mention uh, on the web at BethlehemAD.com. That's BethlehemAD.com. And uh, I really urge you, if you've not experienced this before, uh, you got to go and see it for yourself. We've done our best here to try and sort of paint the word picture this evening of the hows and the whys and the whats. Now the next step is up to you to actually say, hey, we're going to do it. Make the plans. Drop by any evening, 21, 22, 23 of December from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Anytime. It's a self-guided walkthrough tour. It takes about 20 minutes, as we mentioned. Absolutely no cost. And for you and your family, neighbors, loved ones, whoever you bring to this event can really spark a deeper understanding and appreciation for the Christmas season. And certainly, as we mentioned, so many families make this a part of their holiday tradition. So why not you? Bethlehem A.D., now in its 25th year, nightly, December 21 through 23 in downtown Redwood City. The event is free. Details available on the web at BethlehemAD.com. That's BethlehemAD.com. And we're going to give away some more of these VIP passes um, later on tomorrow on the show and throughout the broadcast day. You can catch them with... Uh, Oh, let's see, Jordan. Michaels will give away a few, and uh, Wanda will give away a few, and we'll give away some more here, too. So uh, you can get them that way, or um, got to know somebody, right? Thanks again, uh, Paula Dresden. We appreciate so much the time and sharing with us, and uh, keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Paula Dresden, the creative director of Bethlehem AD, her husband, Carl Dresden, who uh, on his part-time is a real estate investment counselor, but full-time works on this, right? And that outworks yeah. Carl <laughs> just about. Also, our thanks to Pastor Derek Scott, senior pastor at Rise City Church. And if folks want to find out more about the church, maybe they're new to town and looking for a new church home, Pastor, how can they reach the church? Yeah, they can look at us on Instagram, Facebook, or we're at rccbayarea.com. That's rccbayarea.com. And we're at 1305 Middlefield Road, right across the street from Bethlehem AD. Should be easy to find. All right. And also our thanks to uh, actor Kwame Eason for being with us tonight in studio. Bethlehem AD, experience it for yourself. All right. We're going to head on out of Dodge here for a moment, see if we can actually get out of Dodge with the traffic. Let's find out the latest. We've got Michael Bennett standing by at exactly 6 o'clock in the KFAX Traffic Center. Michael, what's up? Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com